Hello, and welcome to Talk Social to Me. I am your host, Mackenzie Taylor, and this week I am joined by who? Oh yeah, it's Ben. Lovely Ben, as always. We are talking about all of the latest social media news that have just recently dropped, and there is a ton. We talk about some new apps that have been on the market, and if people are going to jump ship finally from Instagram and head over there, or if you know what, they're just not going to download them, which I think they're not going to download them. But enough of me talking at the beginning. I'm always just rambling, rambling, rambling. So let's just get right into the episode. I hope you enjoy. What is up? How are you doing? I'm good. Um, apparently, you are now in London. I am. Isn't that crazy? This is, the, this is only the second time ever that we've been in the same city. Isn't, that is insane because we crazy. work together all the I time. Know. <laughs> and talk like literally every week. But yeah, no. So this is... We should have done this one in person, but we didn't, but we're in close proximity. So we'll get the, the chemistry yes. going even more for sure. <laughs> that's absolutely right. Are you going to do anything exciting while you're here? Well, hang out with you, of course. So that's very exciting. That That is number one. <laughs> and then beyond that, just explore. I love the vibe of London. So I'm just going to soak it all in and I try to be as productive as I can while I'm here. Heck yeah. So I guess we should jump right in because we're going to be focusing hardcore on news this week. Just because there's been so much stuff happening in social media. Yes. <laughs> it's actually insane. So we will start with Flix Tips. Mm. Hey, mm. hey. Flix <laughs> Tips. Whoa, we're adding yeah. the second one in. That's we fantastic. added it, yeah, twice. Twice for you. That echo hit different. But so now I'm super <laughs> fired up for this tip. So the tip for this week is one that I used to do this so much, and it now is still super effective especially on TikTok, but I used to do this on Instagram like crazy. I started off in the social media world growing theme pages. And so what I would do is this strategy all the time. It's called the top comment strategy. So essentially, if you can create a comment that really resonates with the people that see that content and they heart it or they upvote it, it's going to rank near the top. And that can bring so much free traffic without you even having to create content. So there's a reason why if you go to see big TikToks that have blown up, there's usually like verified accounts that have commented on it. And that's not even them doing it. They have someone either paid or a bot doing it where oh. they're automatically. Yeah. So you'll see if you, if you really pay attention, so say you follow up someone who's famous and you see that they typically comment, they'll, they'll even recycle comments or, or what they'll do, which is kind of messed up is they'll see a comment that did really well from a person mm-hmm. who's not verified and they'll literally copy the exact comment. And because no. they're verified, they'll get more upvotes just because of social proof, right? With a little check. So I'm not saying to do that, wow. but what I am saying is, <laughs> is that if you can be very quick with something before it blows up and leave a very funny, thought-provoking, or any sort of comment that builds off the value and connects with the people that actually wanted that, that can bring you a ton of free traffic. And so I used to do that in Instagram. I would set up post notifications and then be first and always do that. And you're not going to hit on every comment, but you quickly get a feel for like the subculture of this kind of content. And you can really start to speak their language and bring a ton of free traffic. I used to get like, hundreds of if not thousands of followers doing that completely for free without even posting anything because they come visit your profile if that yeah. stuff's optimized they then follow do you have a strategy of like who you actually choose like which accounts you choose to follow and like comment on yeah so if it's in instagram it's this is way easier so i would like just think about who already has your audience if it's on tiktok i would let the algorithm do the work for you and so yeah. either start a new account for the account you're trying to grow to like consume content there or Obviously, if, if you already consume this kind of content, great. But if you can catch one on the way up, that's fantastic. But even if it's already popped off a video, it's still worth commenting on because it's, I don't know how this works, but they do filter comments. So they give everyone a chance to be seen. So if yeah. you can leave a great comment 
on something that's already gone viral, still do it. But if you can catch it on the way up, that's a gold mine. Perfect. I remember now that you're saying this, I like something just like triggered my in my brain. I wrote this like really dumb, just like comment on some girl's TikTok. I think this yeah. was a month ago. I don't even remember what I wrote. I just like wrote something just like blah, 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 just laughing about her video. And I got so many like likes on it and comments under it. And I looked at it the other day because I kept having notifications. And I think it had a close to like 2,000 likes on it. Let's go. And I was Your just like, comment oh, queen. okay. Hello, look at me. <laughs> it, but that's the power of it. And so if you do this at scale, and you don't even have to spend a ton of time because typically your For You page is only going to show you tailored content that's also gone fairly viral or is going to. So if you just comment on like 10, 20 things a day, which shouldn't take more than a few minutes, no, you can get yeah. some serious traffic going and, and then pay attention to which one's popped because I'm sure if you go in and read that comment back, there's probably like some sort of reason as to why that really resonated. Absolutely. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to do that. I'm gonna start commenting on every single video now. See you, who I can get in. There you go. I'm excited to see the comments. Well, and then they're gonna see the. Co- I'll try to be funny, and then they'll come in and realize I'm not funny, and they'll be like, "Why did I do this?" <laughs> no, you're funny. Come on, give yourself some credit. <laughs> I can be. <laughs> of course. Well, because we're talking about well, you being this is gonna be a really bad segue, but I'm gonna try it anyway. I know where we're going. <laughs> We're going to a little bit in the ways of commenting and copying people into a story that I read this week, which made me laugh because within 24 hours, it got taken down and it's called the OG app. Have you heard of this? No. Okay. So it, so they promised and it's like an app. I, let me think. It's a startup company called Feed. And basically what they did is they created a app that takes your Instagram feed and gives it to you, but completely ad and suggestion free. So you can scroll. It's like the OG TikTok. And that's why it's called the OG app. That can't be legal. Thank you. I was reading like as soon as it was announced, I was like, no, there has to be ramifications for this because like the only reason Instagram is around for as long as it has been is because of ads. Yeah, their whole like unique proposition is is the user base that they have. So they're literally stealing that in a, in a way. Yeah. So basically, it's kind of here. Let me read this thing to you. A startup called On One Feed launched an Instagram client called the OG app, which promised an ad free and suggestion free home feed, along with features like creating custom feeds like Twitter list. The app raked up almost 10,000 downloads in a few days, and then Apple completely removed it from the Apple Store. So it said that Meta disabled all team members' personal Instagram and Facebook accounts, and it didn't specify if they asked Apple to remove the app from the App Store, but it said that the app breached its rules, which of course it does. Yeah, how would that not be? That's I, I feel like that's full-on theft. Yeah, it is theft. And so obviously Apple removed it, but it's still on Google Play. And the founders of this app are like, well, obviously Apple is just for Mark Zuckerberg and they love Mark Zuckerberg and they'll do anything that Meta tells them. And Android is the best. Yeah. Oh, I'm a huge Apple fanboy, so I disagree with that. <laughs> but yeah, and I, I feel like they're really grasping at straws there because that seems like 
that's just wildly if, if it's not illegal it's at the very least unethical like you're literally robbing a business again i understand they're a huge corporate giant but like that is the theft of their whole business yes so i just thought that was really interesting and entertaining and wanted your opinion on what you like obviously people want the original instagram back or they claim that they want the original instagram back but i have a feeling that if we ever got that original 2010 Instagram back and You'd hate it. Sepia, sepia, whatever. Nashville. Do you remember the Nashville filter? Oh, no. that was my mm, that was my favorite. I didn't get Instagram until like 2013 or 2014, something like that. So I originally had it, and I had it for like a week, and I used the Nashville filter all of the time. Love it. And then every single one of my friends and everybody around me got Instagram, and I was like, I'm not doing this. I'm going to be the only person in my friend group who doesn't have Instagram because why would I want to do this? Oh my God, it's so dumb. And so when I moved to London for the first time, all of my friends here are like, oh, let me add you on Instagram. And it's like, I don't have it. I'm not on Instagram. And look at you now. <laughs> Cut to me 10 years later and I do social media as my job. Were you a Tumblr girl? I was a Tumblr girl. Okay, I, that makes uh, sense. <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> there you go. Indie sleaze and Tumblr, Arctic Monkeys. That was that was all me. That was a total vibe. But no, I'm here for it. I was definitely later to the social party, including Instagram. But yeah, I'm not familiar with the filters. I don't know if I've ever used an Instagram filter in my life. Well, like, I kind of still do sometimes. Like if there's a picture that I have where I feel like it's too light or it's too dark, I'll just use some of their like saturations. And they've got some of those on there but they're a lot obviously they're a lot better now but yeah yeah i probably should but i usually if i post a photo i usually send it to my buddy who's a photographer and then he like pops in lightroom and stuff so not to flex on everyone but so. ben over here with his photographer friend who fixes his he, photos for him he, he keeps me looking nice what can i say shout out <laughs> denim thank you thanks denim we appreciate you i know i do but yeah, so, and then after the launch of the OG app, when you're actually logging in, so obviously you're opening up the OG app and you have to mm -hmm. log into Instagram with that app. And a bunch of people got like their logins kind of taken to a different location. There yeah. were other things where they weren't allowed into their Instagram anymore because of a suspicious activity. And so I'm just like, maybe, maybe we shouldn't do this. Yeah, no, th that, that's actually... I was thinking that was sketchy from the beginning. And then also, I think the name is wildly ironic. Because it's like, OG. OG would mean like original, but you're literally robbing. Like you're, you're copying someone else. <laughs> How is that OG? It's like the opposite. And okay, so Apple told TechCrunch that it removed the OG app as it was assessing Instagram's services in an unauthorized manner, which violated the meta-owned platform's terms. The company cited section 5.2.2 of its app store review guidelines, which states that if an app is displaying content from a third party service, it should do it in accordance with the services terms of use, which obviously it was against the terms of use. I think that ecosystem is just, it's far more of the wild west because I think a lot of it is more open sourced. So yeah. they can, they just do so much more. It's far less governed or regulated, which is why the people that like it love it. But it doesn't necessarily mean that it's right. It just means yeah. that's how it is. <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see because this is obviously one of the first ones that got approved on an app store and Google Play. So mm -hmm. I'm sure just having this as news and being in the faces of many, many people who are online, 
I wouldn't be surprised if there's going to be more people that try to move forward with something like this. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be some sort of copycat like it, but the next OG OG, we'll we'll (laughs) see. But yeah, no, it's super interesting. Yeah, especially with everybody obviously calling for Instagram to come back. So I think there's going to be some... I was well actually this is this is a good question. I was talking to a friend about this the other day where he was like I don't want to download another app but I also don't want to use Instagram anymore. Mm. And he's like I just want Instagram back where I was getting the same reach that I used to get on pictures. And he's like I was thinking of going to Verb or not Verbo. Vero? That might be it cuz Verbo is the is the Airbnb. Oh alternative. yeah, sorry. <laughs> No, you're good. I think it might be Vero. I think you're right there. Yes, it is. Yeah. And I remember I used to have this when it first launched. And really? everybody was like so excited about it. This was, oh God, this was years ago. And within, I would say a month, nobody was talking about it anymore. Really? And I've had a couple more people asking me about this app recently. And I was like, oh man, is this another app I'm going to have to download? Yeah, yeah, I hadn't even heard about it until... Who was it? It was Peter McKinnon, who's a huge Canadian YouTuber. He talked about it because he's a photographer as well. Yeah, because I think, when did it actually release? Officially launched in 2015. So that's okay. what I that's when I first got it. It was 2015. And then, like I said, within a month, because obviously Instagram was so big at that point, and everybody was like, nope, not doing another app. I'm just going to stick with Instagram. Mm-hmm. And now, because Instagram is constantly changing, people are just looking for that next app that they can cling to that won't change as much as they feel like Instagram has changed. Who knows if Vero is actually the thing, but everybody that I talk to who's just a normal social media manager or just somebody who's a photographer like my friend is, they don't want to download another app. They just want one consistent app that they don't have to just keep downloading new ones and new ones and new ones and keeping up with everything. Yeah, I think I totally can see where everyone's coming from, but it's a simple supply and demand equation, right? Like people want video content more so. And also it's it's so much easier to be unique with a video than it is a photo. Do you think? Because I really, really do. Because I, I see so many great photos. And maybe if you are in that world, you can appreciate the subtleties and differences. But if I see a nice photo, I'm like, that's a nice photo. And then like yeah. I can see 10 more and I'm like, that's also a nice photo. I couldn't tell you who took which one. Like there's no <laughs> way. No, that's true. But yeah. if you show me videos, I'm like, that's that's her. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I recognize her, right? So I, I feel like it's just it's a more of a demand thing. And, and I get where people are coming from. And I get photographers complaining about it. But I don't, I don't know how you solve that thing. Yeah. And I do think that I have seen an increase in Pinterest. Pinterest is yeah, I've heard definitely that. increasing a lot. They have just released... well recently they released their own creator market where it's actually really really like nice money for creators if they can make it on there so who knows who knows what the stabilization is going to be who knows what's gonna if meta is actually gonna crash and burn don't think it will because zuck is just gonna cling to it until he dies i don't know yeah i don't see him going away i think like maybe he's too forward looking into the whole metaverse thing but i i see that being inevitable i think that's gonna come metaverse is definitely gonna come i do find it kind of fascinating that tim cook was like i don't understand the metaverse like he understands it. he's like but i think it's just a really hard sell for ordinary people he's so right right now but 
you could have yeah. said the same thing about smartphones, right? And it's kind of wild that we have wildly powerful computers in our pockets, right? Like I, no one yeah. could have imagined that. So nothing like the adoption of anything would like wouldn't shock me anymore. It's just a matter of time and how they do it. And then who does it right? Like who is the person that creates that product that isn't that scary that can really get the network effect going? And we'll see. Maybe that'll be sunglasses. Maybe that'll be a, a smaller <laughs> headset. Like, I don't know, but we'll see. Yeah. I do think it'll have to be, and then we've talked about this over and over again. It has to be less expensive to mm. buy into the VR and the metaverse world. And the glasses have to be cooler. Yeah. And we're still so early though. So I think, I think that will all come to be, but yeah, we'll see. It'll be interesting to follow. We, we're in a lucky space where we get to follow a lot of news. Exactly. The other thing that I wanted to talk to you about, obviously TikTok just released their version of the Be Real app, which had 5 million downloads the first day. That's insane. Yeah, Cause they made, they made the option to have its own app for that, right? Yeah. So I think in certain countries, it's only within the app. So I think in the US, it's just within the TikTok okay. app. But in other countries where Be Real isn't in their market yet, they mm. released a separate app. That's smart. Yeah. And I was just like, damn, God, they're really, they're really getting up there. They're really doing this. They are. And I will say I haven't, I stopped kind of using Be Real recently and now I'm back into the mindset of meh, I'm, I don't really want it now. I'm not shocked to hear that truthfully because I, it, it's, it's fun, but it's like such a novelty that goes, it's like, I, I kind of think about it the same way that I thought about how excited I was about like, do you remember the, the Wii gaming system? Yeah. Everyone wanted a Wii and they played yep. with it for an hour and they're like, okay. Do you remember when people would do those and then they would like throw it through throw their it the TV. TVs? <laughs> oh, that made for some great content. But uh, I, I just remember like being so excited for that thing, which I'm sure a lot of people were with Be Real. And then I used it, I used it, used it. And then very quickly the, it wore off because it was the same thing. Very monotonous yeah. over and over again. Whereas I feel like I've already got that similar feeling with Be Real. I'm obviously not their target demo because I'm a creator, but... Uh, yeah, I don't see it having long-term. And I've been consistent with that. Yeah, you have been. Me, I've been all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think because maybe you've, you've seen it firsthand. I would say that it's not been as adopted within my friend circle nearly as much. Yeah. My, so that definitely contributes to it, right? Because that's part of the experience. So maybe I'll change my mind. I'm, I'm, I've been known to do that, but <laughs> not yet. Yeah. And I still, like, I slowly start having more and more friends come to it and are on it. And I just, the thing will pop up when I'm working and I'm like, I can't do this now. And then I start making dinner or I start watching TV or go out with friends. And I was just like, no, I'm being real in my actual moment of my life and not needing to be like, oh guys, wait a second. We got to take this quick picture. See, I actually have a very funny story that was, I thought, I actually thought about you when this happened because I was on a boat in Dubrovnik, Croatia to go see this island, okay? And there was this guy who I was sitting beside and I, like, I'm a, a huge like creep. Like I always like look at people. Like, I love people watching and what they're doing, right? And so I saw this guy was on his phone. I saw that he had he had his notification for like his be real while we were in line. Yeah. And this guy waited like 30, 40 minutes to take the photo on the boat. And I'm like, mm -hmm. is this mm -hmm. real? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. It's not. I, wanted, I was going to like say something to him, but I'm like, oh, I can't do that. I'll let him have his moment. But yeah, I just thought about that. I'm like, this is, it, it's so not what it's intended to be. And and I saw this one creator 
coined it very well. He's like, we like other people to be authentic, but we want to always deliver the best version of ourselves. Curate. Yes. Perfect word. So like that's, that's where I see the fundamental flaw and also the lack of functionality, but yeah. Hey, be real. I, prove me wrong. <laughs> I did see something and this is kind of going into something that we talked about a couple weeks ago with the Instagram, like the precise location. I saw a TikTok last night and I've taken my precise location off of every single app. And if you haven't, do it. It's actually super helpful if you do that. But there's a TikTok creator who's talking about how she was using Be Real. And you know how you can do like the explore page and kind of see like where people are mm-hmm. or like other people taking photos. Well, she's like, oh, this is kind of cool. And then went back to her home feed and saw that you can actually see where people are at when they're taking their Be Reels. So like if they're in Nashville or if they're in New York or whatever, wherever. So she clicked one of her friend's locations and saw that it did a precise location of where they were when they took that exact photo. And it was at their house. And it gave the, they gave the coordinates. And so she zoomed in and sent a picture of her friend's house and was like, sent it to her friend. was like, is this your house? And her friend was like, yeah. And she was like, oh, well, I mean, your precise location is on, on Be Real. And I could find your exact location when you took this. That is terrifying. Yeah. And then apparently I was talking to Josh, who's somebody that we both work with, and he was talking about how there was a video that he saw where people were admitting to finding very rich people who were on Instagram taking photos of themselves and finding their exact location of when they took that photo or video and going and robbing them. Yeah, I saw that on Vice. It's probably the same one. So they interviewed this guy who does it professionally and professionally stealing <laughs> seriously like they they go and they'll monitor instagram because usually people if they have a nice watch they put it in the story right yeah and, and so they'll 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 scan through all like the popular places and then they'll be like go look for this guy he's wearing this wait outside and then someone will rob him and then they have this like choreograph where somebody's like saying his little his other hitman like go here go here go here go here oh i don't like that no thank you yeah, it's super, super creepy. It was, it was in there. It was, a, I think it was a vice piece, and they interviewed the guy, and he had the whole mask on for obviously to remain anonymous. And yeah, uh, it was rather crazy that that's where people's minds go. But it's, it's true. I guess you don't want to be wearing your rolly in. Uh... No, you don't, <laughs> or anywhere to be honest. Yeah. But that also, there's actually an influencer here based in London. She did this whole series of stories the other day. And she's talking about how she's going to go shopping. She like wants to be alone for the day because she just like wants to get like better, like mentally in her headspace. And she's like, I'm going to have a day of shopping by myself. I'm going to go to like, instead the exact mall she was going to. Oh no. And then she pulls up to the mall and she's like, it was too busy. So she parked on the side street and she's like videotaping herself as she's going into the mall. And then at the end of the day, I was like watching all of her stories. She ended up going to her car and thankfully she locked the car doors as soon as she got into the car. But she said that she was like looking at her phone to like figure out where she was going and looks up and there's four men and balaclavas all around her, like surrounding her car. Oh my Lord, that's terrifying. And she was like, it was just like instinct where I just like in my head, I was like, I have to reverse and have to get out of the situation. But it's things like that where yes, you're, curating your stories and you're talking about like all these things in your life and yes you might not be thinking that you're talking to 500,000 people but you're talking to 500,000 people 
Yeah, it is crazy to think about it. And I think it's difficult to grasp that because we're not like we're not engineered as humans to like to, to grasp that. You know what I mean? Like that's that's such a powerful thing to think about because you are speaking to potentially 500,000 people that who knows their intentions, right? So like this is a prime example of that. So that's why usually if I post like current stuff like that, I try to be a little more vague about where I'm going exactly. or what I'm doing. Exactly. Or post it the following day. So that, and obviously I'm not some crazy huge influencer, but like, it's just like, why, <laughs> why create the problem in the first place? Right. So if you can exactly keep, keep yourself safe while still telling a great story, obviously do that. And I'm sure she will now alter how she conducts these yeah. vlogs. Yeah. And it sucks that we have to think about that because I mean, that's just life, but it was just, it's one of those things when I was watching it, I was like, oh my gosh, like these people were watching her story and thinking, oh, I could go and rob this girl because she's giving precise details about her entire day, which it's just crazy to think about. So lesson learned, do not give out your exact location and turn off your precise location and your settings for every single social media app you have. Do you have to do that one by one or can you do it across the board? No, you have to do it individually. Okay, I should probably do that. Oh man, but more news. (laughs) TikTok, always, always TikTok. Because everybody wants to be as successful as TikTok. Twitter is now copying TikTok. It looks the exact same. Thank you. That's what I thought. The telling thing of, of, I think, what separates TikTok is the fact they have, like, so many things on the screen. That's the biggest yeah. difference that I've, I've seen. But it's definitely – here's my argument to all of this. Like, when people say, oh, they're copying, how else do you do this? That's true. That's like, very like, true. How else do you execute a consumable short form vertical video? Like TikTok got it right. So of course people are going to copy them. Absolutely. I do think that Twitter's is a lot cleaner aesthetically because obviously all the buttons are at the bottom. And so you have yes. more like space for the actual video, which I, I think is like cleaner. Yeah. I agree. So I think that the reason why I don't like using TikTok sometimes is because I think all the buttons on the side are really distracting. And now that you have the 2200 characters oh, and you click yeah. the caption, it takes over the entire video. <laughs> it does. Yeah. And, and then it just also is more time that you're spending on the app too. So it's just more and more ways yeah. for you to get lost and get, ooh, shiny object. Ooh, shiny object. So. <laughs> I was like, we like that instant gratification. We can't, we don't have patience anymore. That is, yes, that is a fact. We do, we do not. And uh, companies like TikTok, now Twitter, they're taking advantage and we'll see who does it the best. Yeah, well, especially now that Elon has to officially buy Twitter. I was super excited seeing that because I just want to, I'm just so curious. I want to see. What do you think is going to happen? I, I don't know. Do you see his tweet where he said this is the beginning or this expedites the process of building app? What do you call it? The WeChat app version? No, he, he, the US no, he, called version? It, he called it something. We find it. So apparently he wants to make like the everything app or something like that. So he said, accelerant to creating X, the everything app. So I don't know that's if that's right. a troll or if he like actually has plans to build like one uniform place where you do everything. But I found that that made me really excited because I just want to see where he's going and what the heck X means. So apparently there's been talks like this was like from Bloomberg and there was like a bunch of different articles that were released yesterday after he said that, that it's going to be very similar to the Chinese super app WeChat. Okay. Which 
I don't know the exact specifications of WeChat, but things like it's a fintech titan, so one of China's biggest payments and online finance networks, more than social media. It's got hundreds of millions use WeChat daily to book rides, make dining reservations, order food. So I think this is kind of what we were talking about with TikTok last week is how the next possible step could be them like doing online reservations through different restaurants that are on there, maybe like paying people because obviously mm. we're paying subs- like creators. So what's that next step? So I feel like this is what it kind of seems WeChat or maybe X is going to be for Elon. Yeah, no, I think something like that will 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 be created and it'll be interesting if he can do it. I, yeah, it'll be, and hopefully this will get people to come back to Twitter, especially all of those workers who are like, peace out, Girl Scout. I'm not working for Twitter anymore. It'll be fascinating to see who comes over and what they kind of engineer for the future. Yeah, no, it'll be fascinating. I, I just, I'm, I'm an Elon fan to a degree, but I'm just, I'm just so curious to the things that he does, what like just objectively, I think just, I just find it fascinating. So it, when he's now he's coming into our world, I'm, I'm very curious. Yeah, it's exciting and scary and all those things. All the above. Yeah. Another story that I, like, I'm super excited about is let's hear it. The, the uh, YouTube, the new creator program for shorts creators. I think that is massive, and that's really what made YouTube YouTube in the first place. Because people don't remember, but there was other people fighting to be what YouTube is today. I think yeah. one of them was called Vidler, and basically what made YouTube win was their focus and emphasis on creators and rewarding them through the original partners program where it made creating a career. And now if they're giving that kind of sex, almost the exact same structure to shorts creators, this is the first major move that could actually impact TikTok. And TikTok's going to have to, they're going to have to do something to, to, to answer that because this is, this could be potentially serious money for people because there are people generating millions and millions of views from shorts. Yeah. And especially with TikTok, it's like one lump sum as still, right? Where it's like one so. creator fund. Whereas yeah. YouTube shorts, once that ad revenue comes in and people are getting, what was it, 55%? Something like that. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's me yeah, huge. I think it's 45 for creators that get, they get to keep. That's amazing. Yeah. Compared that, to that, the little that TikTok is giving their creators. Yeah. No. And so that could be potentially huge if if the numbers are there so yeah i think this could be a huge shift and if youtube can get it right then they might be able to gain some some ground back on tiktok i really hope so especially since obviously they released the the new music licensing where they're working with musicians and music producers i don't know what's the, what's the what's the term the overall arching term of music companies I think who own a- Producers and thank you, record label. That is that is the name. <laughs> and they're working with record labels to get licensing for these mu- for this music, so creators that can actually use it on their shorts. They also released the information about the ad revenue, and then the last thing is they also released narration over shorts, which is a feature that a lot of creators were really really wanting. Yeah, that's huge. And then also, I saw I'm not sure if it's live yet, but you can now much like you can on. TikTok, you can reply to a comment on shorts with a short now. Oh, perfect. So that could be huge. I've I've always had that as a dream as a YouTuber on YouTube because you get some crazy comments that would <laughs> like the only possible response would have to be a video or like a meme or like like a gif or gif whatever. And and you can't do that. So 
if this is this the way to that, the beginning, I'm all for it. Do you think that would eventually happen in like outside of shorts, just in actual YouTube videos where people will start being able to comment two comments with a video, like a YouTube video? Yeah, that's that'd be a great idea. So if, if YouTube's listening and that's not a thing yet, then you should definitely steal <laughs> that idea. Because I think that that's like the perfect answer because it's less formal. You don't have to do it. It's not as polished. And because now they're getting better at separating long form from short form and mm-hmm. also integrating it in a better way, which which sounds like unorthodox, but they're really, they're, they're, they're really figuring it out. So that'd be a great answer to that. Still get that personal touch, but not having to compete with your long form content. Absolutely. Oh, I can't wait. I'm just, I'm really excited. I obviously love YouTube. I'm a, I've been a YouTube girl since it came out, but I'm just really excited to see what they do. And hopefully content creators can actually make the money they deserve because I don't think TikTok is actually serving them as well as they could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I th- I'm I'm a huge YouTube fanboy. I think that they of the platforms, they're in my opinion like the least evil. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I think that they care the most about creators for the for the most part. And so if they, I hope they win this race. If if, if anything. All right. Well, do you have a creator that you would like to shout out this week? I do. I do. So this week's shout out is Travis. Brown. And so Travis is a creator who makes some amazing content about social media and then also creating content mostly and then side hustles too. So turning that content and using social media and turning it into cash and making money. And so his handle is just at Travis Brown, exactly like it sounds. And he has really, really leveraged reels. And so I think within a span of a year or so, he went from a few thousand followers to now over a hundred thousand. So he is proof that reels are getting pushed like crazy and he's definitely benefiting from that. So go give Travis a follow. He'll teach you some things about creating content more efficiently and also helping you to make some money from that content too. So definitely a must follow. Travis Brown is this week's shout out. Amazing. Also, that just proves the point that you can still grow on Instagram. 100%. He did it. And I've spoken to him and he said that he doesn't even do TikTok that much because he's seen so much success with Instagram. So there are people who are getting both sides. It's just about figuring out where you fit and and, then owning that platform. That's amazing. All right. Well, that is all we're going to be talking about today. Just the wonderful news. Travis Brown, go follow him. And Ben's amazing tip about the comments. Just comment, comment, comment. And maybe you'll get a lot of followers from your funny, funny comments. I can see it coming and I'm excited to, I'm excited to read the funny comments. All right. Well, please give us a follow and subscribe to us if you like this podcast and if you don't, well, just don't tell me because I would be sad. Give us a five-star review. That's always that's always great. Follow us over on Instagram. We are at flick.social. Follow us over on TikTok. We are also at flick.social. Ben, what do you got? I'm always going to push YouTube because I love YouTube. So go check out our YouTube channel. We actually are releasing a TikTok SEO tutorial. So if you listened to last week's episode, I talked about that fact that that was coming. So that will be coming either today or tomorrow. And that will be live. And it basically gives you a five-step guide on how to rank your videos for search within TikTok, which is a huge opportunity with all the changes. So you don't want to miss that. Go over, watch it, and then subscribe. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. And we will see you all next week. Or you'll hear us. Bye. (laughs) Bye.